It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchick and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being. And that's being kind. The week is over. And this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. Morning after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific. And welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After. We listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold. On the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world, the buzz has been non-existent. The show has been critically crapped on the show. That is still here for now. So let me, the lovable loser from Morning Man, the guy you know, and... Uh... No. Oh, anyone do it? Guy, you threw the week that was on Channel 82. No. Cousin, no. <laughs> That's what he said when I said, hey, Eddie, can you stay for the whole show? No. Um, as you've been guzzling down all the programming and you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. It's more clips. Yeah, we're still doing it. More clips. More <laughs> clips. Clit up a loose. Oh, see, Eddie's a bad influence on Britt. Britt chanted every week that Eddie wasn't here for the opening segment and now she doesn't. I was waiting because... to see if he was going to jump well, in. Never. never did. Never. He's too cool for school, man. No, I'm not. I'm not too cool. I just don't chant. I'm not a chant. Yeah, he's not a chant. I won't do it. Clips, see, I would like clips. to get Eddie to a game where they're won't chanting. All right, we're at I a don't. basketball game. They're chanting defense. I sit. I sit. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh come on, man! You'd get in the well, defensive chant. The defense. No, everyone at everyone at City Field for Game One of the NLDS swinging their stupid towels. I just stood there with mine at the side. Use your I won't towel. do it. You wipe, no, I won't do face. any of that stuff. I won't do oh, any of it. So you're not a Jets fan, but if you were, no. you have to do the JTS. Like it's that's real. Just... No, oh god, no, oh, no, boy. no. Oh, I go to the bathroom or I go get a beer or something. I will not participate Every in any right. group chanting or any group. Dancing or anything, I just won't do it. What is it about group chanting and dancing? Because I feel stupid. It has nothing to do with everyone else. I'm so insecure. I just feel dumb. All right, but if we we have to now make sure that we go to a ball game and there's the wave going on. Oh no, I sit. I know. No, 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 no. I would love to get a video though of just me going crazy for the wave. I even do the YMCA. I'm that guy. I'm jumping up. I'm drinking beers. You're having a good time. I would never do any of that. Of course, there's Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed uh, forever. And then there's Brittany Smith, uh, the producer of Patrick's Morning After 4 Now. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Patrick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. That's right, anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I heard those downloads are really pouring in. We got a bump when Eddie came back, so <laughs> we're in good shape. Eddie, I'll tell you, anywhere, even wherever Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield are, you know they teamed up as they're selling edible gummy cannabis ears called Holy Ears. We like our edibles. I mean, isn't that amazing that those of two Of course got, they are. Yeah, of course yeah. they are, right? Isn't that incredible that those two get together? Let's try to think, what else would be remarkable like that? Like Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, they team up. Didn't to- they do an infomercial? <laughs> For like a dry cleaner? I don't think that didn't happen? That's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe I, well, maybe I imagine me. that. We must have the same joke writer. I was going to no, say- No, I thought they did. I actually thought they did. <laughs> We're teaming up to sell cigars. So yeah, the Clint Lewinsky laundromat that gets out stains on dresses. I don't oh, wow. Think, yeah, I don't think that was a we real thing. We went for the low-hanging fruit. We okay. both went to the low-hanging <laughs> fruit there. Uh, so we'll have to think of better Non-rehearsed ones. either. Non-rehearsed. I know. Can we think of any others? Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan as they're I selling- swear I thought all of these. Didn't they do like a celebrity boxing? No, I don't know if Nancy got in the ring, but what would they sell? Like wrenches? 
They would have to sell something knee that caps, knee cap? braces. Well, it was an old school. Uh, wasn't it an old school tire iron? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. So it's a car part. You know what? Car chop shop with um, Harden and Kerrigan there. <laughs> uh, what a week it was, Eddie. Did you have fun this week with Mad Dog Chris Russo? No, oh. no I didn't. Okay. Didn't. No, I didn't. Well, in that case, I want you to hear a clip right now. Mad Dog talking about uh, Josh Allen. Of course, we're all talking about the Buffalo Bills and their struggles right now. The Bills lost to the Minnesota Vikings in a crazy game with Josh Allen fumbling the ball in the end zone and then, of course, throwing an interception to end it. Mad Dog Chris Russo was all over. Josh Allen. If you're Josh Allen, you can't turn the ball over three times in the fourth quarter against anybody and win these games. Simple as that. You can't, you can't, I I don't know what the solution was on at the at the half yard line with the with the missed snap. I've never seen that in my 60 years of watching NFL football? 60. Never have I seen that. 58 years? Never have 60. I seen that play. Three-year-old watching. You've seen fumbles, snaps. Now with 35 seconds to go, that cost you a touchdown. Never in my life have I ever seen that. 60 years. And then the interception at the end, when he knew a field goal would at least get him a tie, and, of course, the interception on fourth and two. Not Details. to mention a horrendous no, performance no, the week more. before against the Jets. So one other thing about Josh Allen, please. Uh-oh. All right? I don't want to hear about an elbow. The old line. I don't think think and Jimmy Connors. And, no, and, and Josh Allen on. ain't Jimmy Connors. Jimmy right? Connors. I like Josh Allen too. He's not Jimmy not. Connors. <laughs> so you want about Jimmy Connors? He won seven championships. We'll see anything about not Jimmy, Jimmy Connors. Connors. Jimmy sends if me the same injured, text message every time I ask play. him to come on. It's if great. you play, you're not injured. <laughs> I don't want to hear anybody out there say, "Well, Chris, give a break." If you're injured, nonsense. I can't evaluate players whether they're hurt or not. If you're playing, you ain't hurt. Simple as that. You care if I have a bad cold one day when I'm doing a talk show? No. I do actually. I got a belly ache. for it. I got to run to the bathroom. I got a headache. <laughs> I'm sneezing. That was me yelling appendicitis. I'm gagging. <laughs> I'm choking to death, which I do when I eat food sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you know, okay. I'm here on the air. I'm doing a show. I'm choking to death. Wow, he just named all the things I pray for <laughs> that he perishes by mid-show. Yeah, that's I was amazing. Gonna, I was going to say, that's Eddie Erickson's wish list item for Christmas. <laughs> Every <laughs> single one of those things. My, my stomach. So you've had a bad moment. I think I already responded. Did I not? Was it a... "Quote unquote," a good bad moment. I, let's put it this way: I feel pretty good today. So that should answer your question. Was it solid? Solid as a rock. I'm choking on some food I ate. Excuse me. <coughs> Maybe Jimmy Trainer couldn't put this up on his uh, on his website on his um, on his page. And I love you yelling appendicitis or appendix. <laughs> that that he did have in the middle of a show. The best thing he he once did he did Invisaligns to like straighten oh, yeah. his teeth. That was incredible. He showed up with Invisaligns in like yeah. 2019, and he couldn't. He couldn't talk. <laughs> talk. <laughs> he had some issues. The opening of the show was all screwed. It was great. He sounded like Lou Holtz. There was one day where he, he took it out. Remember, he left it in the <laughs> yes, studio? Yes. And oh, so there was an out. email that went out. Who left their teeth in the studio? That's <laughs> old Oh, it was great. <laughs> Invisalign would hurt him there. Oh, oh that was probably that... smelled so badly. Oh, of course it did. Of course it did. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's the smell you didn't. See, no one mentioned yeah. All right, the worst hear. smell as if you get one of those dental picks and you get a little piece of meat that's been living in between oh. your teeth for about a week. <laughs> yeah. That didn't get out from brushing and i can't bad. stop smelling it oh you just God. can't believe what that oh yeah is. there's something that always have that that thing that's in the back of your throat and it like oh. comes out like oh. a, very bad it's like a little very ball bad. of whatever it is yeah we did we did the worst <laughs> smells on morning man that was good for people who are eating breakfast um but my worst smell was an air freshener so 
Yeah. yeah, that was odd. Well, I don't like I don't like the smell of freshness. <laughs> I like natural sense. Why would you? I mean, uh, perfume on a lady is fine. Like Eddie Erickson's a cologne guy, but he, that that doesn't bother me. Uh, there's another friend of ours, Mr. Balls. He wears too much cologne. No, See, they, not enough. Oh, no, not enough. No. I love an over coloned person. No, doesn't bother that's, me. That's where it's too much. It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. It's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh, yeah. Stings the nostrils. Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Well, I was thinking, Josh Allen, you know, you get in that situation. I actually think even at his level of pros, as good as he he's just thinking, please don't fumble the ball. Please don't fumble the ball. Please don't fumble the ball. He fumbled the ball. Yeah. maybe. I, I really think that's what happened. Yeah, but aren't you, that's when you, like, overthink it. When you ever think of anything too much... It's exactly what happens, right? Yeah. When, when you're like, Trust oh, don't me. say Look it. Where don't, I am. <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. Don't, don't say it. Don't answer the phone. Don't, don't answer, answer the phone. Don't answer the phone. Babs calling me in very early morning. Why? Why? Why is he calling? Okay, that's What why. does he want? Oh, what does boy. He want? It was Babs this morning after. Um, but yeah, like anytime you're like, all right, don't get her pregnant. Don't get her pregnant. Don't get her pregnant. Don't get her pregnant. You get her pregnant. And next thing you know, you're married with three kids. Alan, in that moment. And two rooms. <laughs> no, we have three rooms <laughs> for right now five human beings. But we're working on it. We're thinking about extending one bedroom, but building a fake wall that I could take down when the inspector shows. This sure. way I won't get hit with that. Like fourth. a day laborer flop house. That's nice. <laughs> flop house. Uh, this way I won't get hit with the fourth bedroom tax charge. But hey, Mad Dog Chris Russo, he's been watching guys fumble the ball since he's been three years old. Yeah, three years old. And he's 63. He's watching football for 60 years. Dog is a three-year-old watching sports? I mean, that Really? Mama! Have you seen the schedule for week 17? Is this the worst dog baby voice ever, Britt? <laughs> yes. Nah. Just pass interference. Hey, Dad, you've seen the schedule for week 17. I mean, that's a win, that's a loss. Hey, Dad, you know Lombardi. Ma, you got to be fair. Babe Ruth is the best stuff to ever do. You got to be fair. You know what? This uh, Maybe I shouldn't try to do dog as a child. Britt, why don't you give me your best dog impersonation right now? It's just a lot of yelling, I feel like. like Go for it. Like, Eddie! Why does the phone bank work? There you did it. There you did it. Oh, that's Radio 101. That's Dog 101, actually. Perfect. So, Eddie, you're making your list of all the bad things that could happen to Dog. You're checking it twice. Why don't you tell the world your big text message exchange with Chris Mandel Grosso this week? Oh, that was on Tuesday during the Tuesday. Uh, the great Peter King spot. So, Chris and I have this running argument. And he wishes for the guests not to be there when I call because I call about a minute before that's they're nice. due to come on. Yeah. He doesn't like that. He thinks I should call three minutes. This is a man who has no respect for anyone's time because for any producer out there who may or may not be listening, mm -hmm. if you've ever booked a guest, the one thing they really love to do is sit through commercial after commercial <laughs> after commercial. Yeah. They love that. Oh, they love big it. Big fans. Big they fans. love it. And they sure as shit don't want to make small talk with the producer. <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, so man, you, how's the weather out there? You all have right, two uh, options. Uh, you call them in the open and go, all right, here we go. Or you call them and go, okay, we'll get right to you, and then put them on hold for three minutes and lose them. So yeah. I always call a little later. So, yes, on me. That's the right move. Call Peter. He texts me, hey, can't do this till 4.02. No problem, Peter. We got a long open, blah, blah, blah. Call him at 4.02. He's still wrapping up his podcast. Okay. So what does Chris do? The Hall of Famer who says, you know, he's got the gift of gab. Gift of the gab, baby! He can't fill for two minutes. So instead, he just starts to blame it on me. Uh, is he there? Tell me when he's there. All right, he's not there yet. He's 15 seconds. All right, maybe we'll take a break. 
And uh, we, we come back, we'll get some calls in, and then we'll see if we can squeeze Pete. And so, again, uh, when you when, when you can't call him at 405 404. Pete, by the way, yeah, yeah, that's, that's tricky. Anyway, we'll get Peter on here momentarily, and Eddie keeps on uh, killing me <laughs> all sorts of grief because he's frustrated. He knows he made a mistake. That's Producers 101. Eddie doesn't like to have the guy on hold. So as a result there, he likes to cut it, like to cut the corner just to get it right. As soon as we're ready to go, he wants the guy to be hooked up, but you can't do that. And as a result of that, it, it becomes tricky because then I got to finagle for five minutes. Uh, you know, the phone could be busy, a bad line, uh, you know. I mean, it, it is a lot that could go wrong in that spot. And, and so as a result, we got caught there. It, it's it's a lesson that I think all producers, uh, I will commission a, um, a committee to examine this problem. And uh, we'll get a we'll get a, a situation where we will get it correct. Here he is. <laughs> so I just, I, I don't know. I went on a very, very, very angry Text message. You go, Eddie. Do you want to read? Do you want to read the world when you text him? I'll start it right here. He's wrapping up right now on the podcast. Stand by. Said, hold on. He's on the line, dick. He's wrapping up a podcast. (laughs) This is not on me. He's not there. Don't break. Wow, what a piece of shit you are. The worst. This is unforgivable. I'll remember this. He's wrapping up an interview. There he is, asshole. And then he writes back, you're funny. Well, you guys got a good back and forth. I'm not man. laughing. That was the end of that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got a good rapport there, man. That Great seems rapport. Very, very, very healthy. healthy. Very yeah. healthy. If there's one thing we'll say, it's I'm healthy. So mad. And he's got he's the microphone, and I'm, you know, I'm stuck on a cell phone. I can't. I have nothing. At least if that happens in studio, I put oh. the mic on and I give it back to him, which happened on Monday. Uh, he pulled yeah. the same shit with Gary Danielson. Well, yeah. You know what? He actually did pull some other crap where he was uh, ripping on you for not getting Dusty Baker yet, and he. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we won't get to the particulars there, but... Yeah, I'll give you the particulars on that one. <laughs> but, but listen to how he ended that. Yeah, you got another day. You can pull it off. Uh, we shall see if Eddie pulls a, um, you know, pulls a uh, parrot out of his hat. What the... A parrot. <laughs> a parrot. Doesn't he mean what, rabbit? I mean, <laughs> a parrot out of the hat. We ran into Dusty in Houston before Game 6 of the World Series. He actually flagged, not me down, us down as well, we were walking. Us, us. He saw Chris starts beeping the horn. I'm like, who the hell? You know me. Right away, I'm like, what the fuck? Who is that? <laughs> Somebody's out I'm to ready, me. I'm ready to fight. And Road it, rage. It's Dusty Baker. Oh, sorry, Dusty. We were walking. I didn't mean to swing at you. in front of his car. You swung at him. I'm sorry, Dusty. So Dusty waves Chris over. They're all pals. Everything's great. Oh, he loves me. Mad dog. He loves Chris. Chris goes, Dusty, you win this World Series. I'm going to call you. I need you on. His face goes stone cold. (laughs) It was unbelievable. I was like, why? He saw a ghost. (laughs) Never said yes. Never said no problem, Chris. Whatever you need, I'm there. Nothing. Just silence. We walked away. I go. We're not getting them. Oh, <laughs> no, I think he'll do it. I no, think he'll do it. No, no. I go, we're not getting them. No, no. That's the, the same look when I would ask, you know, girls, hey, you want to go out yeah, to Chris, dinner? He just doesn't know. That was, yeah, that was that. That was the equivalent of hey. maybe next time. Hey, you want to go to the Olive Garden? Same exact face. This does relate to flag football. That's right. I was coaching Joey Babchick's 11-year-old team. Let's see if this really relates. This is courtesy of Morning Man with Devin Cole, Mike Babchick, and Willie Colon. <laughs> just completed my flag football season. I was coaching my son, Joey Babchick, who was... An 11-year-old, I only did it because he was so upset when I was uh, drunk on a beach 
about his playing time, and he didn't know if he wanted to be a quarterback. In a moment of weakness, I said, all right, you know what? I'll write an email right now, and I'll become your coach. Wow. Well, um, we lost in the like first round of the uh, playoffs. Of course we did. We were 0-7-1. <laughs> um, I haven't won anything in my entire life. Let's I was 12 in the softball True team. Story. I'm just a born loser, so I, I couldn't get the kids to win a game. But I did have Joey Babchuk start the second half of the playoff game, but in the second half, it was already 20 nothing. My kids had a mutiny against me. They refused to listen to any of my plays. They stopped listening completely. They were doing their own plays. And Joey Babchuk, who was the quarterback, for whatever reason, three straight plays in a row, could not get the ball out of his hands with the seven seconds. When the seven seconds were up, he still had the ball in his hands. So I guess he got a little nervous. The season ends. Pressure. The kids are pissed. They're flowing, throwing their flags. A couple kids are crying. They're all upset. You know, not one parent came over to me to thank me for a season. Not one single parent walked across that field and said thanks. Not one single parent sent their kids to say thank coach. Not one single parent even did a courtesy wave. I was expecting in this last game donuts, (laughs) pizza, something, a gift card. Not one singular thank you. Nothing. And I started thinking, you know what? My son sucked at sports for the last five years. And each and every year when you had a horrible season, my son did nothing, I made sure to send my kid over and say, Always. thank coach. And I even Always. did the thank you, coach. Yeah. So this is not about like, well, would you have said thank you? Yes, I would have. How does not one single parent come over and thank me for all the hours and hours I put into a flag football season that we made the playoffs? <laughs> we made the playoffs and finished 0-7-1. How about some donuts? How about pizza? How about a gift card? How about somebody thanking me for sitting out there for all these hours? This will be the last time I ever do anything where I help out this community. Does this mark the end of your coaching career? I'm moving out of the town, Will. (laughs) This town doesn't respect me. See you later. Peace, Mamaronic. I mean, Eddie, (laughs) even I say thank you. And you've been a part of youth sports. You got the two boys. You got a kid who's a great football player right now. I mean, haven't you always said thank you to these coaches and give them a little something? Always, even the worst of the worst, who we had a couple in our town. Well, well, why these parents are all full of shit is because, you know, they always talk about, oh, it's just about learning to be a team and playing and the competition. We don't care about the records and all that nonsense. No, they do. They they hated that they were on the worst team with the worst coach. Yep. And they showed you their Wait, gratitude what? by yeah. by just ignoring you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Record does not matter here. I babysat your kids. But they care. Practice. I would sit there and I'd watch the kids. It was a players uh, run practice. I it was all about player empowerment. Well, you're a player. You're a player's coach. I'm a player's coach. I mean, this is just what I am. They were babysat. Nobody got harmed. Everyone returned home safely. Nobody abducted. No. <laughs> no abductions. No abductions. <laughs> We're right. no abduction guys. Yo, everybody made it home. So Isn't where? That what where was the gift card or at least the donuts? Nothing. You don't deserve shit. You don't deserve a thank you. <laughs> you don't deserve a gift card. You don't deserve pizza. You don't deserve anything. Oh. What have you done in life that warrants giving you a gift card? <laughs> you mean in general, not just when I babysit uh, other people's children. I I please my wife. Do you? No. Well, I she's mean, just sitting there waiting for it to be over. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Maybe that please might be the wrong word. I have pleasured people before. Well, who? Okay. I I can't name names. Are these people actually real? <laughs> All right, I can't name it. In life, don't you think if I worked at my craft and I lasted just a tad bit longer, I could eventually, with my tools, please a woman? Yeah, but you're not going to put in the effort because you're lazy. <laughs> Has there ever been a point with your fiance where you're just like, "All right, good. I'm glad it's over." 
I feel like every woman has that moment, actually. You're not in the mood, but you know that your partner is, and you just want to just get them to shut up and leave you alone. So you're like, all right, let's do this. And it's <laughs> way, take, taking way too long. You're like, is this done now? Uh, is, are see, we done? That is love. Or, Steve Tory, are we finished yet? Go ahead. Finish. Are you finished? Are we finished yet? <laughs> are we done? Are we finished? Can I go? That's what he was talking about. See, now that is love. In fact, the next like big Lifetime movie, that romantic channel, should be called Shut up, let's get it over with, and leave me alone. Oh, I've seen that Hallmark special before. Very, yeah, no, it's a very good one. Yeah, Lori Laughlin stars in it. She's out of jail now, <laughs> and she's back on the channel. It's very romantic. It's a tearjerker. All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Patrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about Saturday, Costco, and Backsides. That's all nice. coming up next right here on Mike Patrick's Morning After. <laughs> Welcome back to the best hour of radio you will hear this week. <laughs> if... This is the only hour of radio you will hear this week. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babs. Ah, yes. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. Right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Series 6M Channel 82. We recap the week that was with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed forever. But forever. it's, hey, it's almost yeah. Christmas season, so you got that uh, to look forward yeah. to. And then there's right. Brittany Smith, the producer of Babchick's Morning After for now. Morning for now. forever, but morning after for now. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I do mean anywhere. 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 Anywhere, anywhere, even when you're alone on a Saturday night, <laughs> all by yourself eating Stelladora Swiss fudge cookies. I actually think I ate those on Friday, but I found the <laughs> remains on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. It's always what you find after when you yeah. drink. Were you drinking alone? Is that what happened? So I you're... was drinking alone on oh, Friday. Discovery time then. So you, all you discovered, the remains of the evening alone were Stelladora cookies? Yeah. I had the very noisy plastic Oh uh, c- my container God. which they what they come in, Yo. which is the noisiest. You you can't sneak a Stelladora cookie. <laughs> it's oh so God. loud. You're, you're, it's the wow. any, in the many 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 years many. of eating those cookies, they have not changed. The wrapper is still the worst thing ever. They you can't reseal it. Once it's open, it's open. That's it. But they don't go stale. Like other cookies, which yeah. is interesting. That is true. But- this is amazing that you bring this up. My father's favorite cookie is the Stelladora. Not only the chocolate drop one, but he's got like those long, the fingers that are just totally plain that oh, he dips yeah, in his dipping. tea. Yeah, those are for dipping di- in tea and coffee. Dip, yeah. Or in wild turkey, which uh, you know, wild turkey, which sure. he had some on Friday night and then became belligerent Jack and told me how much he didn't <laughs> like me. Um, so then, but he dipped it into the tea and everything. But those cookies, he once brought, like they had mini packages too. He used to bring those to the movie theater. And there was one time we were watching, I, I, who knows what? I'll have to ask my Yentl. brother. It, it might have been Yentl. <laughs> it was the wedding singer. We're sitting there we're watching, and he pulled that out in the movie oh theater. My <laughs> That's God. worse than a Doritos bag of chips. I mean, oh, yeah. Thing, to get that plastic out is impossible. Pretty good. I wonder if they've, they've never evolved in their packaging, because even like Chips Ahoy, right? They have the resealable tops now. Yeah, Pepperidge not, Farm and Stellador, I wonder if they're just encouraging you to eat everything at once. Yeah, they, yes, they, they don't, that's actually they don't they, want it to be fresh. They don't want you to reseal this package. I'm shocked that they've done the sealing because it really does prolong the cookie, which means less times buying it at the supermarket. All right, Mike, top, quick, top, yeah. your top five cookies. Top five cookies <laughs> top right five, now. I want to know. Five, top five. Top I love five. top five. Top five. Great movie. All right. Wow. <laughs> this is a big question, though. Is it fresh? Because, like, Subway cookies are the best cookies in well, the world. I agree. You know what? They Subway are. cookies are the best cookie. And if you ever go into Subway and just order cookies, 
they want to just spit on them oh, they, because they, they hate it. They always say, that's it? Yeah, that's man. It. That's, that's it. it? I just put nine of them. I put yeah, nine raspberry it. cheesecakes. That's it? No sandwich? I'm not eating yeah, your no slimy sandwich. cold cuts. No that's sandwich, it. man. That's it. You guys I, are going I, to the wrong subways because every time I have a subway frequent, I get free cookies. Really? Yeah. Well, that's because you just look good. You built it. <laughs> that's maybe. what's happening. You build the rapport and be a woman, maybe, and then yeah. you get free cookies. They wanted that cookie, so they give you a cookie. They did it all for the cookie, Britt. Me that's and Eddie never got a free cookie. No. And I no. went in there every week. They I'd buy me the, extra. Every week I would buy tuna from Subway until they figured out that there wasn't tuna in it, and they changed it and put tuna in it, and now I don't like it. I don't like it anymore. Yep. I mean, the top five for me, Eddie, it's like one Pepperidge Farm white macadamia nut, mm. and I'm telling you the other four are going to be Oreos, just really? different flavors. Yes. Yeah, Oreos are just yes. unbelievable. All right, yeah. give me your top five then, Eddie. Well, no it, particular order. No, it has to be in particular order. It actually has to be in particular order. You can't <laughs> no. say it's top five. Uh, what? I want to know five. You to order one. them up however you want. All right, fine. We'll order them for All right, you. All right, fine. I got Go. it. Because of my kid, I'm into these EL fudge double stuffs. Oh, dude, yes. I love that. But it has to be the double stuff, so good Yeah, one. I think it does have to be the double stuff. It really does. Oh, it does. Any Oreo, I'm with you. Okay. Any Oreo. Um, I had a Sherbert one, though. Maybe that wasn't the best, but it, it was okay. Anyway. That was uh, a yeah. summer season. The yeah, birthday was, cake was, was a summer. It was a seasonal you know, Every one. time I think about Sherbert or Italian ice, I think about the time Eddie came over to the house and brought me an Italian oh, ice yeah. hard seltzer. Bad. And at Those that point, bad. I was on a kick where there can't be a bad seltzer. An Italian ice hard seltzer. No, they found it. It was Ralph's, it was a Ralph's version. Oh, okay. oh that we sounds it. terrible. Oh, it was, they it were was, terrible. Oh, my God. Almost um, as bad as the hard colas <laughs> from this worse. summer. But that we finished. The problem with that was <laughs> well, I was burping. I was burping like crazy because it's like, I don't want to drink 12 sodas. And the final answer is the Keebler Samoas, just like the Girl Scout cookie. But you got to put peanut butter in between. They're actually better. And there you have it. With that being said, how about Mad Dog Chris Russo? He likes how cookies. Of course, he spent a lot of time this week talking about Jeff Saturday. He gets no, the big win. Did. Saturday gets the big win for the Colts in his That's debut. His That's his buddy. That's you his friend. Him. Listen to this as Mad Dog Chris Russo defends Jeff Saturday. That's Saturday. another reason why I get ticked off when I hear these, yeah, you know, these analysts who don't know anything about, fo- who want to make fo- believe that fo- they know more football than you do. You know, Bill Cowher. Hype uh, oh, down, boy. Bill. Oh. I, mean, he I was at the game where O'Donnell threw 9,000 interceptions against Dallas. What's that got to do with Cower? Sat there through that mess the whole <laughs> game. 90, that makes it better than Cower. 30 years ago. Did you fix it? What happened then? He doesn't well, fix it now. Ah, Mid-game? Ah, ah. Roethlisberger? Ah, ah. You won. Ah. Hall of Famer. Ah. It's all about the QB. That's Anybody true. can well, coach a great yeah, quarterback. Right. You right. don't have to be a great coach to have the great quarterback. I, I promise you. Let him make, just throw him out there. Couple of plays, let him run around, let him throw bombs, and away you go. Oh. You think I'll say it this: You think if Andy Dalton was on the Chiefs, Dalton. and if you think if Mahomes was on the Saints, you think Reeves would be eight? You think uh, Reeves, Reeves would be eight and two, and you think the Saints would be three and six? Dan? Answer the question. Okay. That's not I coaching. I agree. With okay, you. you're right. That's You're not right. coaching. You don't have to yell. Quarterbacks win. Calm down. If you don't have one, <laughs> you are not winning. It's That's really true. quite as simple as that. And all these brilliant coaches, all I saw yesterday in the Buffalo game was Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott, who, by the way, is the same coach last year who is, you know, one of these brainiacs that knows how to do it and poor... 
Jeff Saturday doesn't. This is the same guy last year against freaking Kansas City with 13 seconds left in the game was the idiot who kicked the ball out of the end zone and then allowed the Chiefs in two plays to get in field goal range because they didn't know how to rush the quarterback properly. John Tennant, a defensive coach. Pete Carroll, another one of your geniuses, threw the pass against New England in He's the Super Bowl, the one back. of the dumbest plays that Chris Russo wouldn't have called in the history of NFL football. We'll and then yesterday at 21-9, goes for two. Okay, well. I mean, really? <laughs> Jeff Saturday things. can't do that. Oh, that, bo- that burns my ass. Pipe burns down. Burns his ass? I'll tell you right now, I That's hope weird. Jeff Saturday kicks all these coaches' asses in now. These coaches that have me bothered. Burns my ass. If they don't have a quarterback, none of them win. None of them. Right. None of them. <laughs> that is omnious. Chaps my ass. Burn your oh. ass. Well, you know, burn your ass. Talk it's about close. burns your ass. Yeah, like. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, burn your ass is after like me and Eddie drink all night. Vodka and the food. That would burn our ass. But other than that, I don't think Jeff Saturday is going to burn my ass. That's not going to happen. But Bill Cowher, I know you had him booked uh, you know, for next week, Eddie. You might have to yeah, cancel. Yeah, I canceled it. <laughs> <laughs> canceled that. He's right, though, about Jeff Saturday. It's not that hard. You run the Was ball it? with Jonathan Taylor. You play some good defense. You don't get in the way. You're Jeff Saturday. All you need is somebody that the players actually like. Show yourself to be a leader. You were working with Peyton Manning, so you're a smart dude at center. Jeff Saturday's going to work. If it's not that hard, why was your football team 0-7-1? and No support system. No support system. <laughs> I don't have the assistant coach. I don't have the assistant coach. Saturday's surrounding Gus Bradley's Jeez. a former head coach. He's got some guy calling the plays. Wrong. Saturday do- doesn't get in the way. The problem is I was a one-stop shop. Right. I have my assistant coach who was a dad who talks so much. One time this guy came to my house years ago. He was picking up his kid. He sat outside and decided not to leave. He's one of those guys. So he's sitting there. He's yapping it up. I go inside. I'm talking to my wife for a little bit. I'm like, yo, this guy's never going to leave. My wife's like, this mother effer, man. Oh, my God. He's the worst. She don't like that. Oh, yeah. This, he just won't stop. What an annoying person. Something's wrong with him. And I go back outside, and I hear my baby. And I realized the baby monitor was on yep. and was sitting right next to him. So this guy heard my wife talking all types of shit, yet remained in the house and coached with me. Yeah, didn't and I, care. I turned him into my defensive coordinator who was fired right away. Then he became my my social media manager. <laughs> um, and then he failed that because he didn't pick up his phone. And so we had him handling PR. <laughs> but he was a good coffee guy. Bring me coffee. That's not the support system Jeff Saturday has. That's not a no. Gus Bradley. Now, something else happened this week in the world of sports that we got to get into. Uh, this is courtesy of Morning Man with Devin Cohen. Mike ba- yeah, Evan Cole, Mike Babchick, and Willie Colon. <laughs> Thought we were done. <laughs> a guy who went viral. There was a college basketball game going on, and they caught this guy in the sidelines looking at his wallet, and then he pulls out a Costco card. And the girl looks at it, and she goes, wow, Costco card. <laughs> a man with his own Costco card, that screams income, that screams responsibility, that screams savings, that screams fiscally responsible. That is actually a man who's ready or to be a boyfriend, a husband, plan. and a father. You lock that down. Costco cards mean a whole hell of a lot. You think so, Costco cards indicate income? Not at all. If you're not bringing in regular income, you're not monthly paying to go to with a, you a shopping this. warehouse. Wow. So it's a legit oh, flex, that's what you're saying. Uh, what I'm saying, that is actually a legit flex, and the world just got that one wrong. <laughs> that's a job <laughs> that shows responsibility because you're having big savings when you buy all those uh, croissants <laughs> and everything else and muffins <laughs> and your batteries and all the gum Boy, and your I'm granola gonna, bars because you're actually saving at the end of the day. That's long-term guy. That's not a guy who's just going to, you know, hey, here's my Costco card. We're getting laid. You lock that guy down. That's a boyfriend. That's a father. That's a husband. Leader of the community. 
Yes. Like if you put out, pull out your membership. Hey, I got a membership at the Soho House. All right, that's fine. A you know, that's that a that flex. Is. And what is the Soho I House? I don't even know what that is. I don't know. Oh, Another okay. bougie right. place. Well, I don't know, like High public bathhouse. All right, but that, then you're talking about the one percenters, <laughs> and you go there for lunch too. You get the hot dog. That's a dollar fifty. It's the only place in America that inflation hasn't hit. God bless the CEO of Costco. And God bless this guy. Lock him down. Chicken bake's amazing. No one talks about that enough. There's bacon in there. Yes. <laughs> so I, I belong to BJ's, okay? Okay. So I know they're, they're kind of similar. Costco, mm. home of the Kirkland brand. I get it. Yes. Great locks. They actually make good vodka. <laughs> they have a lot of great items, man. <laughs> Kirkland, vo- Kirkland yeah, brand vodka That's is not good. Bad too. Well, it's yes. probably Tito's in a Kirkland bottle. <laughs> so what? It's cheap. No, I don't care. I don't have a All problem right, with good, that. Good, good. I don't have a problem with Kirkland anything. I the bought when I was living so in the good. city. So I bought so much beefarino. I couldn't figure out <laughs> where to store it. Beefarino? Beefarino? I love beefarino. And I, I put that? it in my car, <laughs> and it it got all over the engine. And destroyed what? my car. The beefarino got into the engine block. Near no, that engine? is an episode of Seinfeld. The idiot. <laughs> exactly. It's the beefer- horse. <laughs> they, they gave the horse to Central Park, and there was a marble yeah. ride. They stored yeah, it in Jerry's right. car. That's right. <laughs> and it melted all the, over the engine. The <laughs> Not the beefarino, but a whole bunch of food from uh, the price club they couldn't fit. So and they then stored they, it in his car. And then they, got the, and then they, they brought up the marble ride with a fishing rod. <laughs> well, that was another episode. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, it was? Are you sure about you've that? You've combined all your Seinfelds, but you get the gist. And, and by the way, you know my other theory about BJ. There's something inherently wrong with everything they sell. It's not a big deal, but there is something inherently wrong with everything. That's why they get all that stuff a little cheaper. You know what? I'll come clean. I did shop once for chicken at the dollar store. I got chicken at the dollar store. It didn't cost a dollar, but they actually had a dollar store type of supermarket they one sell upstate near chicken. Yes, and they I bought. Ch- <laughs> it's still good chicken, and also like their candy. You, there was something always off with their candy at the dollar store. It's like it, no, there is. I, there's it's something, something like it lived in another land for many years before coming over. <laughs> you know, a, a case of Elios, right? The little three strip of Elios, Elios you get, pizza. You'd notice that they weren't cut equally. So well, they're not in yeah. nice equal thirds. Yeah, One's exactly. a little sliver, and the other—it's little things like that. It doesn't <laughs> change the quality of the oh, of the product, definitely. But there's just something off, and they put those off to the side, like the Island of Misfit Toys, and yeah. those get sent out to all the little wholesale yeah, places. It didn't. It didn't pass the first round. It almost looks like somebody people. took a bite out of it. Like I in Chuck E. Cheese, and this is legit. You get a couple of slices. Worst pizza ever. I'm if, sorry. If you ever look at their pie that comes... Dog shit. The pie, I think, is actually assembled <laughs> by leftover slices. I think they take slices <laughs> from everybody. Yeah. Never, you know what? I would believe it that. Fit. It doesn't fit the pie. There's always then, extra space. And then they sprinkle cheese on top and, and reheat cheese, it they, for they, it to be... They try to have that melt, but if you wait long enough and it, it unmelts, you're like... Well, that doesn't fit there. That slice is kind of, and that's exactly what's going on. Do you know how you say America. there's there's no such thing as bad pizza? There isn't. Chuck E. Cheese no, no, is, no. is it's not edible. There's no such thing as bad Awful. pizza. There's Awful. no such thing as bad sex as long as you get to the finish line. Mm, and there's wow. no such thing as a bad Baptist morning after. Yes. All right, well, maybe that part. All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Baptist Morning Afters. We're going to talk about resumes. I need to um, get mine together. <laughs> After this, yeah. Names okay. and Please. chicken salad. That's all mm. coming up next mm. right here on Mike Baptist Morning After. Time to hear the best audio of the week, according to Babchick. Hmm. If Babs isn't in it, mm. I'll be shocked because, mm. you know, Babs picked it. This is Babchick's <laughs> Morning After. <laughs> what, do you think we're going to change anything while you're gone? Oh, my God. Welcome back to Mike Babchick.
Matrix. Morning after right here, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. is a recap of the week that was with my friends. There's Eddie Erickson, the producer of a Mad Dog Unleashed Forever. And then there's Brittany Smith, the producer of Matrix Morning After for now. And the producer of Morning Man. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babtrix Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I do mean anywhere. Anywhere? Yes, anywhere. Even in a classroom while two teachers are getting it on for OnlyFans? Oh, yes, bread and God, that is so hot. Do you have the link for that? There was a teacher and her husband that lost their jobs after filming OnlyFans content inside their classroom. That's right, teacher. Well, well, okay. it, but, but wait, Eddie, it was after hours. Why are you being mm. fired when not only it's after hours, but they're in Arizona? They took out Arizona from, like, Arizona can't view it, so they try to get it out of the state. I thought about two things here. I thought about, you know, obviously having... Having sex anywhere at work, which is a great thing. I did that with my wife in what turned into Don Imus's green room at WABC New York. Um, oh, so yeah, we had wow. that. I also hooked up with another girl there who was so tall, or maybe I'm just so short that I was the one sitting on you the were, counter, okay, yeah. like on the board, and she was the one standing, and I had my legs wrapped around her. And another <laughs> guy, it's a guy it's walked so, in and was like, t- "Oh my god!" <laughs> you just said that, and. <laughs> the reason why I'm laughing is because on my lonely my lonely Saturday I was flipping through the channels and I came across the movie CB4 with Chris Rock and there was a scene where he was the one sitting and she was no. just thrust against him. Yo. It was not my manliest moment. I mean, I was proud of this conquest. She was tall. She was is that tall. even possible? It, it's very possible, but that's how we were hooking up. Interesting. But the guy said that my legs were like crisscrossed. Oh, that's that's where it got a little weird. And swinging. Yeah. Like, you can put your kid at the bank. You put him on, like, the bank teller counter, and then you're swimming. That's but you. I had a real, I was, like, wrapping in. I was going for the death lock on that lady. So I thought about that. Well, that's that's a logistical issue. Yes. Leave it at that. Yes, exactly. You know what's, what's up. On there. Yeah, um, I so I thought about that. I thought about, doing, you know, maybe filming some OnlyFans with my wife. But then I, I also, I thought about my Uncle Gary. Like, my Uncle oh, Gary, Gary was a teacher. <laughs> he was a school teacher Gary. in the Bronx. And oh, he left one day to smoke a cigarette or, or weed. Who knows? And there was or- a TV playing number oh yeah and he put in a movie who i think he put in like summer school or something there was a school-based thing and i guess when he left the kids put in a porno and they were watching it that, that's basically only fans of classroom well, when he was re- walking around with a porno that seems odd that was we- well that just no. seems odd because this was not uncle gary's first time going outside for a smoke Got and it. popping in a movie. In fact, he God, would have that God, TV God. set they did wheel in. He yeah, told me that was permanent. The, the audio and visual his, people. Yeah, yeah, in his room. Because I asked the same thing. I'm like, what are the chances? <laughs> you're walking around with Debbie Does Dallas <laughs> in a VHS in 1985. Like, I what know. are the chances? No, so you do it all the time. When he got back, the principal was there. And yes, yeah, so he's fired for that. And that wasn't even his own content. So yes. maybe this was correct. That's worse, huh? than when I, that's worse than I got fired from the movie theater. When I got back from playing Broom Ball in the lobby, the supervisor was standing there. <laughs> Don't even put your don't even put your coat on okay i'll leave <laughs> well see broom ball seems like a fun game so what, oh, was, that combined the what that's like shuffleboard well no, i guess like, exactly what it sounds right, hold on a second. we had like a we had like a kickball okay a, a red kickball right i knew it was an actual broom involved but is there hitting and running the bases or you just got to hit it to each other no we had this one guy standing in front of the doors uh, to the, the theater, theater where people would come in and out he was like the goalie and we were <laughs> Throwing balls. Your office balls fun. This is might be more fun. <laughs> Broom ball. Oh, I love great. that. I like. You know, Eddie was the original. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie that you want to see? <laughs> I have another question to yeah. that. So, 
why did they use? I I, I still oh. did see the story right away. I go to check out the OnlyFans woman, and I want to see if I would pay for that. Right. And I think I went to this particular one and just kept going. There was a reason why I think she they needed... want to do a whole school teacher. Yes, and okay, and so you know what? A, she a wasn't. Setting. Yeah, she's okay. not good enough just on her own in a bedroom. You know what? Why don't you just go you to know. your kitchen and throw a, a globe in the corner and a, throw it? You know, uh, I mean, why why take that chance? Location right. matters. You know, set School a scene. Teacher's a good job. Yeah, why but you risk it for that. Right, but set a scene. You know, we're looking live. Only fans. It actually looks like a classroom. She does so the Musburger? A... We, we are looking, looking live inside the classroom. <laughs> Hot for teacher. That's hard. Phoenix to... Junior High School. <laughs> it's hard to replicate that. Where is she getting a chalkboard? That's another thing I was thinking. Do they use chalkboards yeah, in school? I have one. But what about in school? Is there a chalkboard and a ruler? I, I mean, I think they're there, but they all use Chromebooks now. Okay, so this is what oh, I mean. Wow. The thought of the worst sound in the world is the fingernails on the chalkboard. I bet you the kids don't even know what the hell that is. No, no? they wouldn't even know that reference. Right. So what is the no. worst wow. sound now? The it opening be... to the show. <laughs> it's either this open or a dog going, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. That's worse. That's that worse. might be worse. That. <laughs> Yeah, that you're right. Worse. You know what? You know the what worst sound worse. is at, 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 yeah, at 2.59. What's my lead? <laughs> that that is, is the worst sound. Yo, that really is the worst that's sound. That's the worst. All right, let's get to a topic I don't think Dog got into this week. Pete Davidson. Yes, he's at it again. We talked about it on Morning Man with every Cole and Mike Patrick, Willie mm. Cologne. Pete Davidson mm-hmm. or Bill Gates. Pete Davidson. Better resume. I mean, who's Bill Gates banged? Yeah, I mean, nobody. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm saying with all of the stuff that's actually on his resume. Oh, I know. Billion dollars, computers. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, literal stuff. Literal Good. question. You're not banging this list of chicks. Pete Davis's resume is more impressive. It's actually the most impressive resume, not since Derek Jeter, but since Fred Durst. Now, but Fred <laughs> Durst one. was a Does rock star, so it's a like, rock star. all right, I kind of yeah. get it. Comedians, I don't understand. Rock stars so are you saying that he has the most impressive resume of your lifetime? In any walk of life? Pete Davidson has now passed Derek Jeter... And Fred Durst. Fred Durst's resume. Pam Anderson, Britney Spears. Yeah, After the first been time somebody said his Harris name this week. Alyssa <laughs> Milano dated Fred Durst. Why Tara do you know Reed so much about dated Fred everybody Durst? that dated this Fred Durst. He's a Carmen Electro. Rachel <laughs> Hunter, Sports Illustrated, we all dated Fred Durst. That's some of the resume. hottest chicks. He good. dated a Spice Girl. I forgot which one. That's some of the hottest chicks in that time period. The hottest of the hot. Now here's Pete Davidson with the hottest of the hot. That's the Jeter. But this Emily Rajkowski, Kim Carter. Kardashian, Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale. I mean, it's unbelievable. There's a chick named Gerber who's so <laughs> yeah. unbelievably hot. Baby yeah, food. That doesn't get enough mention. Larry David's daughter. Larry David's daughter. And that was out of spite. This is the most Funny. impressive Funny. resume of all time. Thanks, so now Pete Davidson, which is just totally unfair. I hate him again. You know, I didn't like him early on. I didn't think he was that funny. I watch his Kings of Staten Island. I'm like, he's one of the greatest actors I've ever seen. Oh, God. And now I hate him again. <laughs> and I get it. I'm jealous. Oh, I feel God. like the people that are ripping Jeff Saturday <laughs> that had to work in uh, some place in Arkansas, Division 12. I, I get what I know what I'm sound like. I'm bitter. I'm jealous. But I can't help it. So now to get a hot chick, you have to be lanky, weird, and into your no, emotions. You just have to have a, and and also, have a 12 inch cock. That's what you need. Or a 12 inch <laughs> cock. So that's another reason so why. It's not I'm a jealous. mess. BDE, that's big dick energy, is through the roof. Thank you mess. for explaining that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Why did you pluralize the King of Staten Island? Kings of Staten Island. <laughs> I'm just because, curious. Well, because to me, it was about more than just one king. I mean, at him, he had the Bill Burr guy, the kid. Why do I know so much about Fred Durst? I know nothing. That I retain. Really strange. I'm not a details guy. That's Eddie's like major thing with me. He's like, be better. Yeah, no be better. details. Sometimes details matter. But Fred Durst made an impact. Why? Because I like to break stuff. And he is, to me, the greatest rocker 
of the 90s. Well, he, he achieved the most with the least amount of talent. Yeah, he just That's, yelled. <laughs> yeah, he had an... I mean, when you think about the success they had for... You know, it was quick, fleeting, but they had it. They had it. For a good, what, three, four-year stretch. And they were smart, too, because you remember, they banged out another album really quick. Oh, yeah, man. They jumped <laughs> right, right back on tour. Yeah, yeah. Like, we got we to gotta get... We got to strike while it's we hot, baby. a five-year window. Yeah, <laughs> and they going. really did. They're five and out. But I'm okay with anyone from Limp Biscuit getting asked. You know, he did it all for the cookie, which is a callback to Britney walking into the subway and getting a free cookie. See, that I'm okay with. You can yell, I want to break stuff. Get up, get up. But he's a rock star, even though he couldn't sing. I'm okay with the athlete getting all the ass. I'm okay with the celebrity. Yes. The A-lister getting it. I'm not sure I'm okay with the weird comedian. No, comics might not don't be a comedian. get ass. Comics are supposed to be getting the last call. Last call. They're, they're not getting these hey. beautiful women in their prime. Exactly, man. I mean, I worked Gotham Comedy Club. I got paid with you six know. Coronas. Hey, John Mulaney has Olivia Munn. See, he's not a comic then. Yeah, he's, he's not even comic. funny. He's not, he's he's not exactly. funny. Exactly, see? He's not funny. Wow, actually, like a stand-up. He doesn't in a suit. That's something Jerry Seinfeld wears. He doesn't put in a suit. This the Tonight Show in the 70s? Come on. You gotta wear a leather jacket, dice clay. I'm over here now. Now, I'm a man dog, Chris Russo. He's a guy. Listen, you're a radio man. You know, you could have a great resume. But is it better than Bill Gates's? Man dog, Chris Russo, this week, recapped... Man dog, Chris Russo, recapped the week that was the Giants, though, this week. The NFL. Football Giants. The Giants now get to 7-2. and A very soft... 7-2, but 7-2 nevertheless. 35 the carries, message. a career high for 152 yards for Swakon Barkley. Swakon. 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 Over the years, it's gotten actually worse with the name. And I know it. This is Dog's thing. And I'm not going to say, Dog, you got to get every name right. I think he's getting worse with the name. That's what's well, he's, he, he, The recap is particularly bad because he writes out all his little notes on index cards. Oh. Sweet. By lantern. <laughs> You know, with a fountain pen. By candlelight. Yeah. It's, um, in, in calligraphy. Calligraphy. So, yeah, he, he uses the wingding uh, font. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he uses that, and then he can't read his own writing. Oh, okay. And he this probably tried to spell out Saquon phonetically. He can't spell it anyway, but so he does it phonetically. And then he can't oh. read it, and then it's just, well, whatever I think his name might be. Oh, God. That's he, what this is about. As he dipped it in ink, he ran out of ink, yeah. I think, it towards the... It smeared in his briefcase while he was bringing it in. That's what led to the schwa con. Using the same feather that Thomas Jefferson used. It's, it's <laughs> dipping it in inkwell. He, he's old school. He uses Benjamin Franklin's yeah. feather. He's old school. This one's weird, though, because it's gotten worse. Like, listen, early on, year one of Barclay, Dog said. Sean Cod, uh, Chicago Barkley. Okay, and then like year two. Sean Barkley. <laughs> I like Sean better. And now now we have our last one, three. In Schwakwan. 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 Schwakwan Barkley. All right, now on Morning Men this week with Evan Cullen, Mike Patrick, Willie Cologne, we did talk about uh, me, Louie, and Britt went to lunch. Listen to this. You know, yesterday, Louie, Britt, and I walked into a sandwich shop. All right, that we all know here right around the corner. And we were going to, you know, get some sandwiches. And, like, Britt didn't know what to get. So I'm like, you got to get the chicken salad. You got to get the chicken salad. I know this place. It's chicken salad. It's chicken salad with bacon. It's the best <laughs> Where, chicken salad. It toasties. wasn't her first choice, by the way. Oh, no. Not her first choice. Not her second. Jacques I'm like, Vaughn so salad. I'm working on it. She had Jacques Vaughn lunch. Wow. Oh, the entire way of the line. I'm like, you got to get the chicken salad's the best. Who would get a chicken salad? I'm toasties. telling you, it's the no, best. So good. the Brit's ahead of me in, in line. So she's like, all right, you know what? God, you won't shut up about it. I'm going to order the chicken salad with the bacon. Then I go up there and I was like, all right, let me get a grilled chicken, mozzarella cheese, hot peppers, hot sauce. And Brittany's like, 
you're not getting the chicken salad? I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want to get that chicken yeah, salad. Yeah, I asked him. I was like, wait, so what are you getting? He goes, oh, I think I'm going to get grilled chicken. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> The issue is he said he was going to get chicken salad before that. But then you order, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really want the chicken salad. I still got <laughs> right, Let me get a grilled chicken. And I was like staring at the menu. I was like, I didn't know I was going to get. Oh, I, was gonna, get I was going to settle for chicken cutlet or something. And oh, that kept, would be better. And then he kept talking about the chicken How salad. How was the chicken salad? It was all right. <laughs> and the place was so crowded. Yeah. It was the worst. The chicken salad took forever because they had to Four. make the bacon. So my we're just waiting for it. Oh, came out, and, I, and I was eating my sandwich already. I'm like, this is delicious. And Britt's like, God, I wish I just got chicken cutlet. Just that oh, Wow. So uh, did I do anything wrong there, Eddie? I, I mean, like, I, in the last minute, no, I didn't want chicken salad. No, you recommending what you know is good there. Everything's good there, You could the be way. like, everything. I get the chicken salad. I'm not getting, getting it, it this, this time because I always get it. Eh, so you need the disclaimer, but it is funny because, like, yeah, chicken, chicken salad's, salad's like, good. eh. It was just all right. Ah! 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 Now, Eddie yeah. Erickson is a tuna fish and chicken salad connoisseur. Yeah. But, what, you don't like chicken salad outside the home? No, I only make my own chicken salad because I don't like celery. And I don't like anything. <laughs> I don't want anything extra in it. I'm plain. I like So what do you fresh, put in it? I use fresh, good chicken cutlets, dice them up, nice little Ooh. cubes, and then I use Hellman's Original Mayonnaise. It's got to be And I mix Hellman's. it with my hands. I squish it all in nice, put it in the fridge for about 15, 20 minutes, get it cold, and boom, chicken salad melt Wait. right on an everything bagel with American is cheese. Is that all you use? You just use Toast chicken it. and mayo? That's it. Here's Brian in Boston. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Good, Brian. Thank you. Uh, oh, excuse me. That was nice, uh, Brian. Uh, what 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 do we have for lunch here? today? Do we have any, anything that's repeating on you at this point? Oh, uh, no. I'm just sick to my stomach about bad check. See, that guy listened to me, too, and he got the chicken salad. I got the tuna. All right, Steve Torrey, how do we do today? I'm not even sure I know. Yeah, I mean, somehow it always goes back to Mike Babchik. It's amazing how that happens. And again, with all disrespect. What? Interesting. Very interesting. So that's, uh, we, we made it. Uh, yeah, woohoo! This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Another episode of Babchik's Morning After in the books for Eddie Erickson. That's right, he's back. And Brittany Smith and Louis Gold returns next week. And thanks. Actually, we don't have an episode next week. But thanks to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC, they listen on the bowl. Nice Foul is their leader, and he tells me that CG Foul said last week, Eddie's segment was the best segment in the 14-year history of Morning After. That's a shine thing. We've only actually been on for three years. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Baptrix Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. And I want to see five stars, so give me five stars. And I do mean anywhere. Until next time, it is time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time. Babchick's Morning After is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more, which of course you do, please give a five-star rating, leave a review, five stars. Let's go. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. If you can't get enough of me, tune in to Morning Men. Weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM's Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel 82 or listen anytime on the SXM app.